talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. The Intellectual Podcast starts now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Intellectual Podcast. Oh, I'm looping on my audio. It happens sometimes. It's been a while since we've done the podcast. So um, as some of you may know, this is actually going to be the first episode of our 10th year of the Intellectual Podcast. Um, so it's kind of a big deal. Um, and I've got an absolutely incredible guest joining me tonight. It's someone who's been on the podcast before. Uh, and it's been way too long since we've had a chance to catch up. It's Miss Caroline Amigay. Yay! How are you doing, hi. Caroline? Bonsoir, everyone. Hi, David. I, I like your little Santa hat. Thank I should have worn mine. I left it in the this car. Season, please. <laughs> yeah, you're very festive. You got your tree up and everything. I've I've just got an alien head in my background. Yeah, they so, don't want to say know. anything, but you got something above your shoulder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Stan Lee. I got Stan oh, Lee up there too. Stan. So let me see. I, I can get a little festive. Let me let me let me see what I can do here to to try and match a little bit. I'll wait for you, no um, problems. If I open this up, I, I've got these really cool lamps now. And I can do this. I can switch this. What if I make my light more green? Is that better? Green is more actually right? eating friends right now. So green is or should great. I, or should I go red? <laughs> green? Yeah. We'll go green. When, well, red is the, how is it, is the complementary color of green. But you already got the red from the intellectual in the background. Right. So, so we'll go green here. I think it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Bam. Okay. Bam. See, I can accommodate whatever needs to be done. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing? I've been doing well. It's, Thank you. It's been it's been a hot minute since you and I have had a chance to say hello. You bet. You bet. I went um, through I think like everybody five, knows why. Yeah, I probably went through like uh, four or five haircuts in between. Me too. Yeah, actually, I wanted to say you look great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I saw um, your new photos online, but like, you know, with that filter and things like that, but you don't need the filter. You look great, man. Oh, thank you. I appreciate awesome. that. Very sweet. I'm going very gray. I'm, yeah. I'm a lot more gray than I used to be. Oh. I don't know if it's COVID or just that I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a stressful couple of years. I'll just go with that. It has a je ne sais quoi. So we have you on um, because you are doing something that I, when I saw it online, I just went, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense that she's going to do something like this. You're starring in a one woman play yeah. that you wrote and you're, and you're performing. Yes. And it's called, pardon my French. Yeah, absolutely. You got it all. Yeah. Um, a, I got to ask, how did you get to doing this? Like what motivated you to do? a one woman play and then we'll get into kind of the the semantics of what that means for you mm -hmm. as, a, as an actress and a performer um, but what 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 started this off what moved you down this path okay well first thank you for having me david and i didn't know it was the first episode of a long series so i'm very like very thrilled about it so thank you <laughs> um well uh what started it uh you remember when you came to the screening of Love All You Have Left, right? Our feature yes. film? Yes. Always people ask you, what are you working on? Right. And that's when I announced I'm working on a solo show. I was writing some, some stories that had happened to me here and there, but I couldn't put it together. 
So yeah, grabbed it, put it back aside. And then I'm like, and then it keeps like hanging above your head. And you're like, oh my gosh, why did I talk about it? Nobody remembers, but I do, you know, <laughs> it's always. <the> thing. <laughs> and, and what happens is like, I wanted to do, um, to challenge myself into writing my story. And also next year in January, it's going to be 20 years that I'm in the United States. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a big landmark year. It is. And, uh, and that's my challenge. Some people run a marathon. I write a solo show. That's what <laughs> I do. <laughs> so. It's an acting exercise workout, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what a workout. Oh my goodness. I was, I, I keep telling my husband, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, what did I put myself into? Oh, my dog says hi. There you go. Hello. <laughs> yeah, sorry, she went back to where she was before. So sometimes you've got to, you've got to just push yourself to do things that are different and maybe a little bit uncomfortable, right? Like that's when we discover new things. Yeah, about, yeah. About ourselves, about what we're capable of. Yeah, and I, I like to write, uh, and I felt like I had something to share, and uh, and celebrating that. How would I say that's a little bit much, but that moment that I had um, where I was brave to move to the United States, mm -hmm. and uh, and I forgot uh, how far I've come from that, and uh, and I just wanted to do it, and then also the thing is. I'm an artist and, uh, and a producer now. And it's just like, it feels like it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, and it's something I wanted to say and tell, but the thing is, it's way completely different than acting than producing. It's just like, <laughs> myself. I'm like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> but it's great. I love the challenge though. What, um, what about your journey? Did you discover in the process of putting this together that, uh, kind of surprised you well what surprised I, me? I always find going back and, and analyzing my past like really oh, yeah. giving myself the chance to analyze the past like i discover things about myself that i didn't realize had happened and changed me in some way oh yeah um, so I'm, I'm curious what 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 jumped out at you in that process that's what i say i for all the people who remain in my life or not i'm grateful for having met them because I grew from meeting them, you know, and mm -hmm. I learned something and the goal is to become a better person out of all of those things. And uh, to realize sometimes that what was a, a challenge at a certain time of your life is actually a blessing because you grew right. better out of it. So um, what did I learn? I learned that structuring a solo show is not free writing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I had to, I had so many stories that I wrote and rewrote. I had about 60 stories and then I'm like, okay, I have to put a solo show together that has to be an hour max. And I'm like, okay, this is not going to work here. I'm like, I have all of that. I can't, I can't tell 20 years in one hour either. And, um, so I was like, okay, I needed to mind map what i wanted to say what were the key elements that made me grow what what made me move forward what did i learn and um and suddenly it became about the hero's journey studying the, the structure of it which i 
we we all watch those superhero movies, the Star Wars and all of those. We some of some of you are. I'm, I was not, but I didn't grow up watching Star Wars, so it was not like um, embedded in me, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. So I had to be okay. Here's here's that. This is the ordinary world. This is the call for adventure. This is the refusal of the call. Oh my gosh, who who was my mentor? And then. And then it kept going and going like that. And I, I was like, and everything made sense. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, you know, we all like to say, I mean, a lot of people like to say, you know, that in the end, we all view ourselves as the hero of our own journey, right? Mm -hmm. um, none of us view ourselves as the villain. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I think it's beautiful that like, you sat down and started looking at your journey over 20 years and you could see that that journey that that call to action the refusal of the call the, oh yeah all those steps of the hero's journey it's not just storytelling it is our lives it you is know, we all have that in some way shape or form mm -hmm. uh, throughout the course of our lives we make choices we make decisions we take bold steps forward or we retreat back and I think that's really cool that you took the time to sit down and, and mind map out oh, what yeah. that journey for you has been and that you discovered your own hero's journey within that, that analysis. I think that's fantastic. Thank that's you. That's so cool. Thank <laughs> you. It's been, uh, I think, yeah, hero's journey is the, how do you say, is the structure. It's always mm -hmm. hard to, like you say, like we are the hero or we are the villain or, it's my story. It's how I grew from it again and what I wanted to share and, uh, and moving, changing countries like that and coming here with another culture, becoming American, embracing this culture, having yeah. so much more than, I mean, my time here has brought me so much more than, than what I could have thought of. And right. of course I miss where I'm from. But it's, it's just incredible. I'm grateful. Yeah. I, I always, my, so my mother was an immigrant, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and, uh, and I remember at one point talking to her and she was reminiscing about home and how much she missed it. And oh, yeah. that's really, that's really who she is and where she's from. And I said to her, I said, you know, you've lived in the States longer than you lived in the Philippines at this point, mom. Right. She stopped and she looked at me yeah. and she goes, no, I go, yeah, by a good 15 years at this point, you know, <laughs> and it blew her mind because in, in her heart, no matter how long she'd been in the States, no matter how Americanized she had become, uh, in her heart, she was always a Filipino and, and first and foremost, that was her identity. Um, so yeah, I, I, I kind of, I understand what you're saying there. Like, yeah, yeah you've, you've embraced the culture here. You, you, you live here. You're very rooted here now but I, I can see you're very also proud of where you come from. Oh, absolutely. Um, that, that always comes across when I've spoken to you in the past. Thank you. And you know, like you are, you, you mentioned identity and, uh, and there is the, the fact that you were born on a certain land. I was born in, in France, in Paris. My family is French and has also Creole origins. And my father is Swiss. So I definitely, I'm a mix of all of that. And it's me, it's in me. And when mm -hmm. I moved here, what people hear in my voice is French. So I'm both, I'm French from France and I'm French Swiss from Switzerland. And yes, I'm both, right. and now I'm American. 
And yeah. what is amazing when I turned, when I became an American citizen is I realized what it is to be American. And when they said, if you are from this country, stand up, everyone clapped and the Philippines came up as well. And you had all so many people standing and you realize that being American is being actually like a, a potpourri of everything. Like, it's just like, basically right. like it's so many cultures. What I love about this country is like, we are everything. You yeah. hear accents from everywhere. You, people have a story, their parents had a story and you keep carrying that. And it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, my, my mother came from the Philippines. She's, she was 50% Spanish because mm -hmm. my grandfather was a hundred percent Spaniard yeah. and 50% Filipino. So I'm, I'm also a quarter Spanish. Um, and then my dad is like white European, you know, mixture. Um, he is third generation American, um, mm -hmm. but his ancestors came over from England on my grandfather's side and from Germany on my grandmother's side. Um, so, you know, we've got a huge mix yeah. know, within my own family, even though, you know, when I, when I identify, it's like half American, half Filipino, but the American side is a mixture of like all these other exactly. things yeah. that, that came here, you know, yeah. um, if you're not native American, if you're not indigenous, uh, heritage, yeah. you are part of the, the great melting pot that is America, right? Like, exactly. And I do think that's one of the things that is unique in this country and, and gives it the flavor and the, and flair that it has is that there's so much influence from all around the world. So much, so much. And especially like on the East and West coast, uh, we are, we are so fortunate. It's, it's amazing. And the entire country is gorgeous. So let's be clear. Uh, but it's just yeah. like, we are like, really like when I moved here and I became American, I was, I was just like, I could identify with what I was seeing. Yeah. And that was huge. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So the actual process of taking this to the stage, like, what is that? What has that been like for you? Um, because okay. it's all you. It's all me. So it's been like, like a lot of pressure. Like I can't yeah. do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to cancel. No, I can do it. I have to do it. It's been like, it's like, like I'm going like through a change of personalities, like crazy every day. It's just like, too much and i'm like okay but i'm gonna do it um so what happened is like i really had the final draft of my show uh late october and i started like i know the stories they are my stories i know the order but somehow there's something different about putting things on paper than being willing to absorb it again and saying it out loud right. so yeah, uh, so I had enough time to get familiar with it, but I really pressured myself like about a month ago with uh, with like, okay, now I need to, I really, something needs to happen. Uh, I was, I've had a lot of support uh, with, I'm taking classes at Mesa College um, now and I'm with the, the theater company and, and I can use the black box and uh, I could shoot my poster there. Uh, they are super supportive and, and I'm thrilled. I'm just like, it's been, it's been exciting. Um, That's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I have to say like, it's just, we are in a field that, um, that is so creative and people collaborate. 
because you can't do anything on your own. And uh, and it's amazing when you see all that support and the yes attitude is just, it feels so good. So good. Yeah. 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 I actually uh, directed my first little play scene this month uh, in over 20 years. <laughs> Oh, um, I, I did uh, holiday, holidays fringe at uh, Balboa December Nights. Nice. Um, so I, I directed uh, I directed one of the six scenes that was that was done in the performances there. It's the first bit of directing in theater I've done since college in the like mid nineties. And how was that? Um, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was so nice. much fun. I, 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 I forgot how much I love theater. Like mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, it's so different from film. Uh, a lot of the same skill sets, but, but just a very different approach, you know, longer rehearsals and, yeah. you know, that, that thrill of like, you got to do it on stage live and there's no like, ah, cut, do that again, reset to one. No back <laughs> you just got to get it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it was a lot of fun, and working with the two actors that I was working with was was a real joy. Um, so it was a nice it was a nice reintroduction to working in in the theater, and I, hopefully I can figure out how to how to do some more. More, it's year, a, so. oh, it's the best. Actually, it's interesting that you mentioned that. I have so, I'm so taken by my show right now that um, I would love to. Are you planning on doing it again? On on having some performances planned on of that show or not at all uh no that was that was a one-time thing for fringe um okay. the fringe festival which usually happens in the summer this is the yeah. first time they did they did a christmas thing so oh, gotcha. yeah um so it was kind of fun it was like uh six teams um with a writer and a director and then a, a group of actors and we had like you know a couple weeks a couple days to to, to make it the, happen the scene together so yeah, Ooh, so it was, that's a challenge it was super fun so it was an original original written piece for the for the for the festival, festival. yeah, yeah so fringe was, is uh cool. is on my bucket list i have to say um you know whitney and i were talking about maybe trying to do something for fringe this this summer maybe we should all partner up yeah yeah that'd be fun I think that, that could be really fun i'd love to work with the two of you guys on stage i think that'd be amazing oh yeah and i adore you guys you're you're great to work with Wh to... whitney apologizes she couldn't be part of the podcast yeah, where is she? Tonight. yeah she's on her way to la well, well, well. she's 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 <laughs> busy, busy. You know? what do you want me to say she, she's <laughs> doing all the things <laughs> it's good it's good i'm happy for her yeah, yeah no so i also directed my own short play actually david oh yeah last fall I mean, last fall was still, but like uh, with, uh, it's called Two Weeks with Ma Mère. It's a short play I wrote about oh, my nice. mother visiting for <laughs> two weeks. It inspired me. And I was so fortunate because um, I was asked to direct it as part of the program I'm taking at Mesa and it got produced. Mm -hmm. and That's amazing. And that was my first experience as well. So I share with you the fact that it's just like, it, you know everything you know every characters of course when you write it it's also something different but like there are so many beats so many things that you have to think of like it's it's really yeah. about like all the senses the what you see what you what you hear what the, the light all, all of those things and making sure and and directing the actors and making sure they get that chemistry and yeah whew, that was awesome <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe this year. I don't know what the heck happened. It just turned like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
<sighs> you think you think the the kind of burst of activity is a response to to, to like two years of COVID kind of stagnation? Yeah, I was not. Yeah, I mean, I was not stagnating, but for sure, I was like the the fact that everything that everything shut down. And I was really active with work and doing travel videos with Visit the USA. I was always, I was busy. And suddenly it was like, okay, I had to be uh, home. And, right. and that was that was very hard. Uh, I, yeah. I realized how, I mean, that must have been harder things for sure. But like how much of a people person I am or the fact that variety is important new places mm-hmm. going like all that discovery was important I, I did uh, do a lot of writing my play is uh, was pretty much written during that time got improved after but um, I wrote a little bit of my show um, what happened uh, I tutored also uh, I, I, I recreated my world and it worked um, and and I'm grateful because in a way I it, it gave me the time to do a lot of things that I couldn't do because I was always keeping my time open for the job. Right. The jobs right. and the things. And I could I could start like I could do a lot of things online. So it was a blessing in that regard. But yeah, I, I'm sure everyone is happy to be out of it. And some people really had it very, diff- very hard. Artists. Yeah, yeah. We, some people we, did. Yeah. Artists, we know how to recycle, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's what we do. Yeah, I did. I did a lot of, uh, in the very early days, I did a lot of intellectual universities where we screened all of, all of our short films and then kind of talked behind the scenes with all the actors and stuff and just kind of did like essentially like free classes on making your own short film. Right. That's how we kept busy the first like four or five months. And then, and then I discovered a karaoke app that allowed me to sing with people around the world. That's basically. I basically spent like a year and a half singing singing karaoke like nonstop. Wake up in the morning, start singing karaoke with people in Australia, people in New Zealand, you know, and then just as people wake up all around the world, just singing with new people all throughout the day. I love it. It was, it was super fun. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I but it uh, it occupied a lot of my time. I didn't get any writing done. Yeah, but you know what. I had, I had talked about doing that, but I didn't. I didn't end up doing that. I just sang. I sang the whole way through. But you might, which would have made my mom happy. My mom was a singer, so it was know. your connection. And then yeah. you might do a musical. A short I would musical. love to do a musical. That would be about maybe a let's pandemic a, and turning it into. Let's a do crowd. a fringe musical. We oh can do God. that next summer. Oh, that'd be cool. So see, <laughs> never like underestimate what happens the moment it happens because, uh, because it's kind of like daydreaming or it's like you know like kind of like putting things in place and one moment it comes and you you are like aha that was why right yeah yeah totally yeah it's fantastic so your 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 play is this weekend right yes on sunday at zephyr theater on melrose and at 2 30 p.m and tickets up in, are available up in Los Angeles. Yeah? Yes, my tickets are available on my website, carolineamiget.com. And I will put that in the show notes, so it's an easy link for people to get to. Um, yeah, I'm 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 really going to try and come up. Uh, like Saturday, I'm going to be up in Lakewood doing Christmas with my sister. Oh, I'm glad. So, so I'm going to see if maybe I can crash at her place and then like be halfway up already. 
Oh, thank you. Please let me know. So, okay? yeah, I'm definitely going to try and make it. I'll let you know if I if I'm going to be able to pull it off. Thank you so much. Um, and I hope I hope that everybody who listens to the podcast or watches this on YouTube, uh, you know, take takes the journey up to go see you. Um, and, okay. and I know there's a number of people in Los Angeles who who listen to the show and watch the show as well. So I hope they all come out. Oh, thank um, you, San Diego. I, I, I just think it's great. I think it's great that you're doing this. Thank you, thank you. You know, I have a lot of people to thank. Uh, I found a group of uh, writers um, through a community in Los Angeles called the Soaring Solo Artists, and that's really how I got the kick of really committing to it at the beginning of the year for now. So that's what happened. Awesome. So yeah. yeah, it's good when you find those communities that kind of push you to do the next thing, right? Yeah, they actually had a retreat, a, jo a Joshua tree over uh, the sum um, the summer, yeah, and uh, and then I went and I hadn't been out that much at that time, and I promise I was like, <laughs> what's so weird? I was like, cactus, cactus. Okay, who are those people? <laughs> it was so, and I we rode, and everyone was super nice, happy to get together. The place was surreal, um, and it was, you know, it's a it's a community get, that is there to really like offer a service to its writers and artists, and and you feel like supported. You don't feel like it's like, oh, I'm gonna go on a retreat. I wonder what kind of weekend that is. I wonder, like, you know, they come with packages for that. You get that. You get. It was not at all that. It was really, I, I felt, uh, yeah, I was happy. I felt like they were sincere. So it's really oh, nice. That's wonderful. Yeah, Thank that's you. great. Yeah. Well, Caroline, um, break a leg this weekend. If I don't make it, know that my heart's there with you. Um, but I will do everything I can to try and be there. And, uh, you know, I, I'm so, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for taking this big step. It's a big step to do your own solo show. <laughs> and I'm, I'm super impressed. Thank so, you. Thank you very and, much. And, uh, and hopefully we'll, we'll have a chance to work together soon. And, and, you know, if nothing else, get together soon. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be lovely to see you and your husband again. It's about time. Huh? <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah. It's been well, a long while. And everyone has but i'm glad yeah. i'm glad like we are still connected and thank you so much for for making that happen um, it means a lot really of course yeah you know if we don't support each other who's going to support us right yeah yeah right and then it even make me feel comfortable too it's just like hey come on i'm like yeah he's right okay let's talk to David. <laughs> <laughs> little promotion's a good thing yeah, <laughs> you know pardon my french i got a show yeah it's on sunday in hollywood <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you gotta you gotta you gotta speak up about yourself. It's, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> All right. All right, Caroline. Thank you for joining me, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you again real soon. Okay. Okay. Right. And thank you all for joining us on the Intellectual Podcast. Uh, as usual, please uh, like, follow, subscribe, hit the bell, do whatever needs to be done, depending on how you're listening or viewing this show. And uh, we'll see you again on the next episode. I'm not sure when that will be. Christmas holidays coming up. But uh, I'm really glad that we kicked off year 10 with Caroline. What a what an absolutely lovely uh, human being. Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flush no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck. 
telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears.